Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com, and it is Tuesday, May the 10th, 2022, here at the live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Got Chris Ruffalo and Brian Pittler with us today for our live show, and uh, of course, a lot of action going on. We had the NBA last night, the Celtics uh, turning back the Bucs after the Bucs looked to be in control of that game. We had the Warriors beating the Grizzlies. Boy, I got absolutely hammered in the YouTube comments for my, uh, it, was, it wasn't even my pick. It was the betting tools pick. Memphis Grizzlies first quarter at plus 188. Then <laughs> they beat the Warriors six in a row in the first quarter, getting almost two to one in your money. I thought there was pretty good value there, and that's why I said it on the betting tools show. But, um, yeah, they were they were leading at that point, too. So that paid off, but... Um, we have that. We've got uh, Major League Baseball, all the teams in action today after yesterday when Brian and I both ridiculed for taking the Pirates and um, the Reds, right? So, um, correct. Yesterday was kind of like a pay the piper day, I thought, in baseball. Um, I got hammered on my Seattle pick. I just got crushed by the Phillies in that game. I knew I was in trouble early, you know? So it was one of those games where it was like, put it this way. I, I knew I was dead like two minutes into the game before anyone even got a hit. But then when Philly got the home run to start to the first home run, I immediately Googled how many times does the team that score first win? <laughs> that was what I Googled. I did. I Googled. It. That's exactly what I did. How many times in baseball does the team that scores first win? And that's, uh, I knew it. it's just to cement my death. Just because I, I I knew it was uh, I knew it wasn't going to be pretty. You know, I didn't realize it was seventy percent. Wow, I didn't know that. Did not know that. It's, no, no wonder Romanelli gets upset when he gets down one yeah, nothing. Right, it's it's seventy percent. It's crazy, right? It's not a comeback sport. It's like that's why um, the the what they said is Bill James, you know, sabermetrics. They said that that's why his strategy is hammer, get him as early as you can, you know, come out firing. Don't like play your lineups and your pitchers and stuff to the guys that, you know, to, to your closer, you know, being your best guy, you want the guy right out of the gate. You want to start strong because 70% of the time, if you score first, you're going to win, which is crazy, right? It's just crazy. Because it just seems like it, it's not the case, right? That we see these one nothing games and the other team comes back. But you got to remember, there's 2,600 games in a year. So, you know, even 30% of those is, is a tremendous amount of games. You know, we're talking, you know, 700, um, 750 times a year. The team that doesn't score first wins. So it's, it is a tremendous amount of, you know, amount of times as well. But, uh, yeah, let's start off with some... Some quick math. <laughs> First thing in the morning, nothing, nothing more fun than that. A little surprised by that number, Chris. You know what? Yes and no, because you, like you said, you want to get off to a hot start, but at the same time, how many pitchers do we rely on to go six, seven innings in a game? Really, only score, you know, allow one run and just get no support. So well, it's actually, I'm sorry, it's sixty-six point four percent. Sixty-six point four. So it's not 70. Still, that's still a decent number. Two out of three times, not bad. 
Yeah. But anyways, they did this over um, a survey of 377,340 over 146 oh, yeah. years. And, but since 2009, it's 66.4. So. Nuts. Anyways. We got the uh, NBA on tap here first. And uh, let's take a look at these games. We got the Heat taking on the 76ers. So, interesting series so far. The 76ers um, won the last two games. The Heat won the first two games. Joel Embiid was on this, you know, on this play for the Sixers in the last two games. He'll be playing tonight. But the first two games were also in Miami. The second two games were in Philly. There's a lot of other factors besides just him playing. Chris, what are you thinking with this game? Yeah, I, I was kind of uh, beat up with the Heat in game four. It was really just uh, Philadelphia just sort of imposing themselves on the Heat. But you know, the Heat, they kept getting close and close and really never got over the hump. But I think at, at home in game five where they clearly played their best, so far this postseason, I've got to go back to the Heat. I'm going to go back to the well. I'm a glutton for punishment here. And uh, I just think this is a spot where the Heat step up, put the pressure back on the Sixers to go back home and win a game and uh, and take game five, take a 3-2 series lead. Brian? Yeah, as far as free picks go, I'm going to take the Miami Heat first quarter, minus 134, minus 135. I'm going to take Joel Embiid under 25.5 points, but uh, I'm going to take James Harden over the 20.5. So I like those two player props and then the first quarter Heat. Yeah, I like the Heat first quarter as well. I'm seven in a row over the Sixers um, in the first quarter. And to me, that's the strongest bet. But the Sixers have led in the half at the half in every one of these games. I don't think the the Sixers are in the driver's seat. You're never in the driver's seat if the series is even up and you're playing in the other team's building. You have a you you need to win this game. The winner of this game because now a three out of five uh, or uh, it's two out of three, right? Is what this game is what the series is. So it's like whoever wins tonight is in the driver's seat. There's no one in the driver's seat right now. I'd say. But um, we got the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks. Now we got a six-point line in this game. You know, we've seen this series kind of bounce around as far as uh, the way the numbers go. And, um, you know, we've seen pick them games and one-point games. And, you know, we've got a series that's 2-2 also, at, you know, the road team with all the momentum. But I don't have the same feeling about this game the way that we do about the Miami Sixers game. At least I don't feel it. Maybe you guys do. Where, um, you know, a lot of people looking at Dallas to come in here and bust up the Suns. You know, the way the way people are talking, the Sixers are going to, you know, go in there and pound the heat in Miami. Something that they really haven't done much of. Um, Chris, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at Miami. Or sorry, uh, Phoenix's team total over here. Um, you look at how they've been performing at home over the course of the playoffs so far. If they started out with 100, they were hanging out in the 110s in each of their home games against the Pelicans. And then now in their first two home games in the series against Dallas, they've averaged 125 points a game. We've, ju- we've just seen Phoenix really step it up at home. And, 
Dallas was able to control the, the the pace of play, but they were doing that at home where they've done that pretty much all season long. And I think going back to Phoenix, the Suns are going to feed off the home fans. I, I, I like Phoenix's team total over. And I like Chris Paul over 29 and a half points, rebounds and assists at home in the playoffs. He's putting up over 23 points, nine assists, five rebounds should get us well into the thirties in uh, in that, in that range. Any tough uh, names to pronounce on these teams that you want to just show show off your linguistics on here for us? Because uh, as as much as Brian can 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 uh, butcher names, Chris actually can can nail them. Brian uh, can't get he can't get the uh, Spanish uh, pronunciations out too well. He struggles with the Castillos of the world, but um, yeah, and like and 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 the silent s. The silent S is is the is a killer. <laughs> it's, it's the silent killer. The S, Illinois. <laughs> Those are tough. Those are tough. Sometimes, but uh, no, the only one I can think of is is Boban Marjanovic for for Dallas. But I'm sure I'll come up. With Brian that. and I could have murdered me. that one. <laughs> just let it. Just do, give us a do, shot at it. <laughs> doing the soccer show with Gorn. I'll tell you, I'm having to learn how to pronounce. Turkish soccer team names, and it's like I'm sitting there like, holy crap! Did someone just throw out a bag of Scrabble tiles to put this team name together? And it's just like, wow. Anyways, um, Brian, what do you think of this one? Yeah, for me, I think the the, um, the magic formula for the Dallas Mavericks was uh, turning up their defense. They held the um, Phoenix Suns to 101 and 94 points in. Uh, game three so i think to win this game or to have a chance they need to keep on playing the solid defense sun's already uh one of the league leaders in defensive play so i like the under 213 in tonight's game i like dallas i think it's going to be closer game than people think and um i think we've seen it from dallas this season um they'll d it up when they need to but sun's clearly were the best team this season Clearly. But, um, anyways, Chris, what are you selling today over at Pick Dogs? Well, I got my uh, my 30-star MLB triple play, my three favorite uh, MLB plays on the board. I left for thirty nine ninety five, And uh, also, if anyone has a long-term subscription, if you hop on long-term, I also have my best bet from the NHL in there tonight. And uh, you can also pair me up with someone else, part of the two-for-one capper deal. Got uh, great cappers on the leaderboard over at Pick Dogs. How about you, Brian? Well, I'm trying to get six straight winning days today. Uh, I got my gone streaking three pack. It includes two NBA best bets, my Major League Baseball best bet. Now, if you want my standalone best MLB dog of the day, I got a Tuesday special, just $15 guaranteed uh, for my best dog of the day in baseball. Nice. I got my uh, MLB three pack out there. I also have a um I also have my $15 big play which my winning streak ended yesterday. I had Seattle against Philly. They got absolutely wrecked in that game. Um I sh- I was like as soon as I put it in, I was like, man, I should have gotten just right back on Arizona, you know. And uh, I knew that, you know, before I knew it before it started. It was one of those ones where it's like I had it and I was kind of like, I'm going to ride it out. I had it. I felt good about it. I still, you know, I still liked my chances there. And, you know, I still liked it as a premium play. I bet it, you know, personally. But um, by the time the game went off, I really was digging on Arizona. It really was. Marlins just um, 
in the favorite role on the road, in the favorite role in general, they have not won in about 150 years. That's it's an issue, you know. Speaking about the favorite role, we've got the Oakland Athletics at home, but on the road in Detroit. I love when they do this. They don't do they, they don't go into the other team's dugout though, right? They just bat second. I think yeah, they, they just switch spots. They don't like the, go in the, in the other clubhouse <laughs> and like you know steal their stuff out of their lockers and like you know make themselves. <laughs> It's like they they one sheet them on the toilet paper, you know. It's like what the hell? Every time Oakland takes our clubhouse, they one sheet us, you know. And it's like you go in there, it's like there's, you know, it's like short sheeted me. I just imagine Miguel Cabrera walking over to his locker. Room. What the it's hell like, is this? It's like everyone's been short sheeted. It's like. Oh. Oh man, but we've got um, we got the we got the A's and the at the Tigers at the A's, Frankie Montas and Tarek Skubal, and then we've got the A's at the Tigers. It's a long road trip for one day, but uh, they're gonna do it. It's, it's for the fans. Um, gonna uh, do the the double. Boy, the Tigers just suck. I mean, they just suck. It's terrible, right? I mean, look how bad can this team be? Um, they are really. They, start, they started slow last year. Remember, they picked it up. I don't know. It was at the All Star break, but they had a slow first start. But first half last season, they're just terrible. And then we got the uh, the rematch in uh, in Pittsburgh. We got uh, the Pirates hosting the Dodgers. It was all Pirates last night. Even when it was zero zero, it was still all Pirates. They had all the scoring chances. The Dodgers, like I said in my video the day before, and people were like, oh, you know, whatever. It's like they squoze all those games in over the weekend for them. They had the doubleheader, then they had um, the other game. They played the night game before the, you know, the, they played the Sunday night game, and then it was a, an earlier start in Pittsburgh, plus it's a three-and-a-half-hour time, three-hour time difference from, from their regular time zone, plus they've been on the road. If there was ever a game that Pittsburgh was going to win, it was that one, you know. But today it's Bryce Wilson. <laughs> so, Chris, I know you're a big Bryce Wilson guy. What do you think? Muted. Sorry, I had construction going on outside. I didn't want to. You guys be too both loud. have construction going on outside. Yeah, ever since I moved to this area, I will tell you, it's been absolutely nuts. Well, that's a, that's what you call an up and coming area when you have a lot of construction going. We'll go with that, sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I, I, you know, I normally don't like um, doing double headers as premiums, but I really wish I could have went in and put in uh, this game one between Oakland and Detroit as a premium to the under. I think this is just a, like I don't, I don't love the pitching matchup, but I think the offense is going to be so bad that it's actually going to make it look like a pitcher's duel. You look at what Detroit's done in their last ten; they scored two runs or less in the, in in eight of their last ten. Oakland scoring uh, two runs or less in nine of their last 10 and both teams struggling to hit the opposition's uh, uh, pitcher's hand. I mean, you've got uh, Detroit hitting just 199 against righties this season, Oakland 207 against lefties uh, or sorry, the other way around. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> one, sorry. Yeah. Two oh seven. Yeah. I had it right. Two one ninety nine 199 against righties, 207 against lefties. I think it's just going to be a low scoring battle. And I like the pirates. I'm going to go back to the well. I think Bryce Wilson keeps him in the game long enough that uh, 
but maybe they, they, they're able to squeak out another one. I'm just not laying minus 230 with Tony Gonsolin. Does Gorn get on your nerves sometimes, like, during the soccer show? Just, like, just, you know, you're ever just like, hey, man, just zip it, you know? Ever? No comment. Just, <laughs> just, been wonder, just wondered about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Gorn and I get along. He promised to take me out for burgers if I started putting in soccer premium, so I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of like, nah, you're trying to tempt me, but I don't know if it's going to work. What's the deal, like, with the soccer show? So it's like you guys do that at what time is, are the soccer shows? Uh, 4.30 Eastern on uh, Monday through Friday and then and how long does Eastern. It, how long does this last? About half an hour. Half an hour? And then yeah. the weekend it's at, it's before our show. In the yes, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And then uh, that show's a little longer. And that's because there's games on that day. So it's actually, it's yeah. like this show where it's like there's yeah. going to be games and you're in the drive-thru where it's just like there's going to be games to pick. The other one's more just... You know, just sort of talking about the games that are happening that day, talking about a smaller, um, like a smaller card for the next day, live bets the day of. So showing off your personality. That's pretty cool. much. All right. Good, good watch. Wear a new shirt. So, so, sounds like a good watch. Um, <laughs> Brian, what do you think of these three games? Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people making love here to the LA Dodgers up with Gonsolin at minus 230. Uh, Bryce Wilson's. Not that brutal. Yeah, he's one of my guys, kind of. I think if you take the run line, I, I really kicked myself for taking the run line yesterday. I left money on the table. Uh, but I'm going to do it again today. I'm going to take the Pirates on the run line. I think they can keep it within a run of the Dodgers. I like the Tigers in game one with Scooble. Uh, Montas off at, what, seven innings of shutout baseball. So he's pitching good. But I, I think if the Tigers are going to end that six-game losing streak, it's going to be game one here. All right. Um, just put the thumbnail for the soccer show on this show. Anyways, um, I like uh, I like the A's in both those games. Why not? I would even lay the run line in both games just to see if I can get some extra on it. And then um, for the other game, the Dodgers, I just don't trust Bryce Wilson that much. I don't love the um, I don't love the other one. The other, uh, I don't like Bryce Wilson so much, but I don't like the Gonzalez that great either. So it's like, it's probably, even though I will be betting against the Dodgers because we all know that's what I do, I just think that um, I'll probably be a straight avoid on that one. So uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Anyways, we'll go to our next game. And it is, I lost my page, which makes it hard. All right. Red, Reds and the Brewers. It was all Castillo out there yesterday until he got hit. And then it was, but the Reds uh, bats showing up big time against the Brewers. You've got uh, Freddie Peralta, though, today. So it could be a different story. Then the Yankees and the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are one of those teams that bounce off losses really well. So um, I think the Yankees are in trouble there, even with Kikuchi. And then uh, Patrick Corbin, I show McGill pitching for the Mets. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the over, back back to the well with the over in uh, Milwaukee, Cincinnati. Freddie Peralta, as much as I like him, as much as he's a strikeout king over the last few years, he hasn't been missing bats as much as he has been this year. And... uh, 
I still don't know really what to make of Hunter Green, and I think that this could be a bit of a, a higher-scoring game, so I like the over in that one. And if, if I'm getting McGill against the Nationals, I'll take the Mets on the run line. I, I just I want no part of Patrick Corbin. I know he hasn't been pitching that terribly, but it's always something that just goes wrong for him. Either he gets blown up, or the Nats don't give him enough run support or a combination of both. They're 0-6 as a team in his starts this year. So give me the Mets on the run line there. Ryan? Yeah, I think in this grouping of games here, uh, probably my better bet, my best bet is groupings of Blue, Toronto Blue Jays plus the one and a half uh, with Kikuchi on the mound against Severino. Severino's had two rough starts in a row. Kikuchi can get hit around at any time, but I just I just think the Blue Jays, I like their lineup. I think they, the Yankees seem to be in a funk. Uh, they did win yesterday, one nothing, but it was another run line cover for the Rangers. Uh, and uh, Reds Brewers, I'm going to take a chance with the Reds again, but I'm going to take them on the run line today. Yesterday, just had them on the money line. Hunter uh, Green has a tremendous amount of talent. He hasn't shown it yet. He got blown up in Colorado. But in this one, I think that Peralta has been no prize as well. I think this is a one-run game. I'll take the Reds plus one and a half. It's not just the... Um... It's not just that one game where Hunter Green's been blown up. He's been blown He's up been every single every yeah, single game. Year. But he, the thing, the odd thing about him is kind of like Vince, right? You could see the talent is there, right? I mean, you could see the talent's there, but it's like we haven't really seen it executed on a consistent basis. And he, but the thing is, like, he'll strike out like Bryce Harper on three pitches or something, right? But it's like that or Yellick. Right, and then the next guy will hit like that. What's Navarro's or whatever will hit like one in or out of the stadium off of him. So it's like he's a young pitcher and he's going to take his knocks. And I think you know most young pitchers, unless your name is Manoa or uh, Kirby, you're going to take your knocks. You know, Kirby's ridiculous, by the way. Um, I mean, that's all you can say about that. I like Kirby. Throws a lot of strikes, man. A lot of strikes. He's you. You throw a lot of strikes. You're good in my book. My wife's favorite pitcher was Mark Burley, quick worker. It's like we're out of there. Two hours, fifteen minutes, we're home. It's like oh, still got the salt on my fingers from the pretzel. I'm good. <laughs> we're out of here. I still remember when he pitched for Toronto. My friends, we we bought tickets for like game like two weeks in advance, and then we saw it, it was a Burley game. We're like, oh crap! Okay, so we're gonna have to be quick in and out of there. Yeah, you're gonna have to drink. It was like a, it was like two hours, seven minutes, or something like that. If you're going to, if you're going to, um, if you're the you the books aren't showing the Mets on the board because there's that pitching um, still uh, question mark for the Mets. I think that McGill is like named the starter, but he's not the. It's not. Official. Let me see if I see any action on this. I'm starting to see lines on it now. The Cirque has a line. DraftKings now has a line on the Mets game, as does um, as does Bet Rivers and um, Bet Three Six Five has a line on the Mets game. So they all have it. Fox Bet New Jersey. All the U.S. books. Bet MGM has a line on it as well. So, Chris, how's sports betting in Ontario working out? You're part yeah, of that. It's- it's nice having, you know, a bunch of different options for, for sports books. Um, at, at one point, any, any of my Canadians will know, we only had something called ProLine up here, which was basically lottery enforced, or sorry, uh, lottery corporation uh, enforced sports gambling. It still gave you an option, and uh, you still had options in, like, offshore books or, or European books or whatever, like, that would take your, take your business. But uh, 
the only frustrating thing about um, about the, having the sports books up here is that we have to have a location services thing, like a software to make sure that we're in the province of Ontario. And uh, if you have it on your computer, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, so, ge- geo- geolocate geolocation software. They have it in Vegas and all across the U.S. Yeah, they'll figure it out, and it will only get better. Yeah. Of course, if you are in Ontario, you can always see all the best sportsbook offers over at Pick Dogs and SportsChatPlace.com. Go to the sportsbooks tab. Um, it's one of those things that you're doing it anyway, but it actually helps us a ton if you sign up using our links. So um, by all means, use it. You get great offers there as well. Um, all this, you know, at least as good offers as you're seeing everywhere else, if not better. So um, check those out. Anyways, Brian, what do you think of these games? Uh, we already did go over the games. Oh, you did. Had- Brian's in a betting state, you know, in Pennsylvania. They have, like, yes. the most books, I think. They're up there. Yep. And the location services are always on. Yeah. Uh, well, Pennsylvania was one of the first to to go. So they're, it's a mature betting market. It gets a little annoying when I go to Delaware and I can't use my Pennsylvania, but it's okay. I just need a Delaware book, I guess. Delaware has... No, Delaware's not... Is Delaware... It, Delaware's legal know. sports betting, but not online. You got to go to, like, the racetrack. Do it. I like the Blue Jays here against the Yankees. I, I love betting against the Yankees. The Yankees' bats look tamed against uh, the Rangers. They might have won a bunch of those games, but they were t- like one nothing, two one, right? I mean, they were low scoring games, and the, even the one that they lost, four two. And then um, we've got um, I like the Mets too. Whoever's pitching against Corbin, I like the way the Mets are playing. You got to ride the Mets while they're hot, but you got to be ready to jump ship at any given moment because the wheels will fall off the cart for the Mets. It's not it's not if, it's when. Um, got the Braves against the Red Sox. Man, does this one look tempting, right? Oh, my gosh. Then you've got uh, the Twins up against the Astros. It's, it's the young versus the old. It's Joe Ryan versus Justin Verlander in the premier pitching matchup. And uh, St. Louis against against Baltimore. Uh, this is a battle of the birds, and um, yeah, that's all we can really say you, about. Who do you see going for the Cardinals? I, I got TBD. I got TBD. Chris is always down with TBD. Yeah, you know me. Anyways, uh, what do you got in these three, Chris? I think I'm still leaning towards the Minnesota Twins. I know Justin Verlander's been outstanding, but I'm still not really buying into the Houston Astros offensively. I know they've been playing well, but it's one of those things where they've been winning a lot of low-scoring games, <clears throat> excuse me, basically because of their pitching. And I think that uh, the Minnesota Twins with Joe Ryan, I think he's legit. I think uh, we're getting plus money at home with the Twins, who have been 11-4 and four at home so far this season. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that, and I, I'm looking at the under in that uh, Baltimore St. Louis game. I think Kyle Bradish can can do his best to to keep the uh, the Cardinals within reach, and uh, for whoever goes for the for the Cards, nobody's they, pitching. They, they, nobody's yeah, no, pitching. They're gonna they're gonna self toss. I still think the the, the Orioles stay under <laughs> the total. It's it's gonna be like this. <clears throat> That's like in high school. Like, like in high school, the coach would do this with the what they call it the fungo bat, right? You'd have to throw it up and hit. You know you're not good when your TBD is a minus 160. 
<laughs> yeah. That's the best one is still Minnesota Timberwolves, 99.5% chance of winning, and they lost. <laughs> it was like, nice. Like, well, the freaking Phillies were 99. Point, I don't know what it was the other night yeah. against the Mets. So. Oh, man. So you guys do hear that noise. It's like a grinding, right? You guys hear that? Or it's me. I didn't want to say anything because yesterday I heard the fan. And I don't hear nobody it. Heard but, it but there was a grinding noise. I'm not sure what it is. It could be my board. You know, I'm really not sure. We'll have to figure it all out. This will be the last day on this set. Um, you, could, you could hear the gears grinding in my head maybe. I don't know. This will be my last day on using this set. So we'll have to. I'll be, it'll be a massive set rebuild. I'm going to probably have white walls for a while. So... Uh, We'll probably maybe put up a poster. Maybe I'll borrow one of Romanelli's Jackson State flag or something. I heard Romanelli has his own poster coming out. Romanelli poster? <laughs> it's like the George Costanza one from uh, Seinfeld on the couch. Yeah, where he's laying on the couch <laughs> in his boxer. <laughs> something tells me it would sell. Anyways. Uh, Some, someone's saying they're seeing Wainwright pitching on the... Uh... With that, that number, that would with that number that would make sense. Yes, it would. Yeah. How about Kyle Wright against Garrett Whitlock in Atlanta? I I like Kyle Wright in this one. He's the one Braves pitcher that's really been pitching well, and the Red Sox just have been absolutely terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but Whitlock's a one Red Sox pitcher has been pitching well, and last start normally only goes three four innings. Last start he made it to five. Red Sox are getting desperate. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get my picks for me in that time frame. I, would, I, I like Boston maybe be one of the better values today. So I guess we're opposed on that one. I think Whitlock, I think the film is out on him. You know, I think that when we saw him earlier this season, like there wasn't enough body of work for them to to chart him out. And I think last game we saw them, he charted out and he kind of um, got hit. It is a numbers game, you know. Baseball is a numbers game. Martin Perez is having a career career start to the season. I could see him if he can keep this up. I know it's only May 10th. I could see him on the All-Star team. Martin Perez up against Brad Keller, another good value guy. Brad Keller is really really good. Doesn't get a lot of credit cuz the Royals are so bad. So bad. They could I be I bet that Keller makes the All-Star team before Perez does this year. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened on the sound on my videos today, April. I, I noticed that when I was editing. I was hoping it was just my editing software that it was made it sound like that. But um, I'm not really sure. I couldn't. I did not have time to reshoot everything. So I just figured with the graphics and everything that people would get it. It was. I don't know what happened with it, to be honest with you. Like I said, I'm in the process of breaking down my sets and, and audio and everything. So um, the next... I don't know. It could be the next month or so it could take to, to rebuild all this stuff. You'll see. I'll be up against a white wall or something. I'm not really sure. We'll figure it out. We always do, right? So, um, you know, and even my other videos will be like the style that you see, like Jovan's videos where I'm just a little person in the corner and then, you know, the graphics will be on the screen. Anyways, 
and is nerdy but worthy. Still, after Rod hasn't been on this show in five months, still can't figure it out, but his premium picks have been there, and he's on the drive-thru at night and stuff. I, I don't know, man. It's like, what happened? You know, it's like so disrespectful to the people that are here. I can't even mention it. I can't, I can't even begin to say it, you know? It's like, screw the people that are here that are doing the work. Let's talk well, about the best way to support Rod is to go buy his picks. Go buy his, pa- his picks. Yeah. I mean, if you love Rod's picks, right? Well, he's got them, and I'm sure they're way reasonably priced. So I, I, I'm missing it, you know? I'm completely missing it. Anyways, I just think it's super disrespectful. I don't go on other people's shows and ask where this person is or that person is or, or any of that stuff when there's people on there that are working, that are doing the work. You know, it's just super disrespectful stuff when there's people on there. That's why, and that's why we block people that do that. Right? They're no longer allowed to comment at all because we don't want you know people like that on our shows. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say about it. Did you do these games, Brian? Brad Keller Perez. Yep, I gave out my pick on the um. Uh, on the Boston Red Sox, and we're ready to go to the next uh, grouping of games. White Sox, Guardians, Angels, Rays, Padres, Cubs. Ruffalo, what do you think? Yeah, I think the only one in this one I like are the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays and the money line. I know the uh, the Angels swinging a hot bat right now, but I I don't necessarily consider myself a Reed Detmers fan and Corey Kluber's been pitching pretty well. And, uh, the, uh, the Rays hitting lefties at a two sixty one clip this season, 4.12 runs per nine innings. I just think the, uh, the angels have trouble with Kluber in this one. So I like the Rays on the money line. How about you, Brian? Well, the white Sox are a bunch of bombs yesterday. Uh, uh, but I, I think I'm going to play him again. Maybe I'm all the same, up. all the all the same issues that we that we have been yeah. discussing all year. You know, it's just same thing. on the run line today. I like Giolito. He hasn't been lights out this year, but uh, maybe I'm I'm stupid for taking the White Sox. But I'm just going to lean towards Chicago on the run line today. I got to believe they're going to get it done at home. I think they're much better than Cleveland. Um, and then the other game, my uh, brain says to take the Tampa Bay Rays, but Corey Kluber has been fantastic. But the Angels have swung hot bats. Kind of my team out in the West Coast. Every Detmers has been subpar, but he's got the talent. I'm going to take the Angels here, light money, uh, with no juice here at home. I don't know. I don't agree with any of the things that Brian says. Um, I like no. the, I like the Padres with Clevenger for sure. That's uh, he looked really good in his comeback um, game. It was uh, four point two innings, four hits, three runs. Pretty typical for him. They got the win. That's all that really matters. I think that was a shocker last night. I never would have thought the Cubs could beat the Padres after Sunday night baseball. Flying just, to it's just, just trounced, crazy. Just trounced, it's crazy. Trounced. I'd never guess. Trounced. Trounced. Kenzie Gore, the whole, the whole, the full Monty. It was the full Monty. It was uh, Kenzie Gore, it was Hendricks on the road. It was just everything, you know. Yes, Ware's got crushed. 
Pirates, <laughs> the Pirates, the, you know, the Yankees run line. <laughs> it started ugly and got worse for the back squares. on it today, though. They'll be yeah. back on the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. humping up on the Dodgers Yankees run line. Just, just, it just got crushed yesterday. Woodshedded. Still probably talking about it. it was, the Dodgers were minus 140 laying a run and a half yesterday. Madison Bumgarner back on the hill after the incident. His first time back since being thrown out of last game. For the umpire was fondling his hands. It's kind of another Seinfeld episode. Best hands. Robbie Ray takes on Aaron Nolan, Seattle. Man, Seattle just lifeless yesterday. Um, they've had some chances, just could not take advantage of them. And then uh, the Giants and the Rockies in a game that, I don't know, that was a really boring watch. I, I turned it off. I did. Turned it off. It's, I, I normally just leave the baseball games running on all the TVs and stuff on top. And I, I tell you, I wasn't even. I had. A, I was watching something. I was watching Better Call Saul on the regular TV, and I had the Giants. I got up. I turned it off. That's that's how bad it was. Not even fun for me. Chris, what do you think of these three? I mean, I, I like a couple of overs in this part of the schedule. I like. Uh... I Philadelphia and Seattle go over, you know, seven runs is just a low total. I know these are supposed to be two staff aces and Aaron Nola and Robbie Ray, but I still don't know really what to make of Aaron Nola. You know, he's always always the the one or one A with Zach Wheeler, but then doesn't necessarily get the results to show for it. I think he's one and four when team starts this year for the Phillies and Robbie Ray. You know, he is the reigning Cy Young winner, but he's capable of getting blown up. I've seen it too many times to count, and I think this one gets closer to eight or nine runs, even if the bullpens help us out. And uh, I'm going to go with the over in Colorado, San Francisco. The uh, the, the Rockies four and one, and Sensatella's five five starts as a team, but that one start and they the lost marketing Sensatella out five runs in five innings. He gave up 13 runs to the Tigers in that game. And uh, Alex Wood allowing uh, eight runs in his last two starts. I think it's over eight and two-thirds. So I think we have a bit of a more entertaining game than we did yesterday. All right. Brian? Yep, the only one that time frame, uh, I believe, is uh, the Seattle Mariners. Uh, yesterday, like the Phillies, but I think today's the right day to take the Mariners. Phillies, you know, they might have scored nine yesterday, but their bats fall asleep at times, and uh, Seattle isn't as bad as they looked yesterday in the field, lifeless. I think Seattle comes back and gets a win. You never know when Nola's going to have that blow-up hitting. I like Seattle. Yeah, I... Um... I just don't have a lot of faith in Seattle, not just yesterday's game, but just in general. Um, two and eight in their last 10. Crawford's been out, and while he's not a star of star players, boy, they certainly have been lousy without him. Um, like I said, San Francisco against Colorado. I could see the value here being on Colorado. Zenzatella, I mean, I've lost. I mean, I've lost. Uh, I could easily have like a tour bus or something with money I've lost on Sensatella over the years. Um, he's he's that type of guy. Bumgarner just doesn't seem to be the same guy that he used to be either, but the Diamondbacks just look like a, uh, a machine right now. They are absolutely rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. So getting them as a home dog. 
it's tough to get me off of him. I think Bumgarner also, he's one of those guys that's nasty, so it's like he comes back from an ejection. So now he's basically had a, you know 10 days off. He only pitched one inning in that game before he got ejected for getting his hands fondled. It was odd, right? It was super odd. It was definitely the oddest ejection I've seen. It's like he walked over to the sideline, you know, they checked the hands and the glove, and the guy's like looking at Bumgarner in the face while he's checking his hands. Maybe he was hitting on him. It, that's what I think Bumgarner was yelling at him. He really didn't. He got thrown out of the game. He wanted a piece of him. You want a piece of me? So weird, man. It's weird. Anyways, got NHL today. We got Chris Ruffalo, a puck dogger. Laugh at him. Ask him what he's thinking in today's NHL action. What any of these uh, four games that are going on? I couldn't even tell you what's going on in any of these series, but um, I just been going off the betting tools. Yeah. Um. The homer in me, and I'm going to stick with the homer in me. I'm going to take Toronto on the money line. And this, it, it's just these two teams have traded wins all season long, back and forth and back and forth. And I think uh, I think Toronto gets back on track at home. Jack Campbell got pulled in game four, and uh, and he's a little bit ticked off. And I think we're going to see an inspired effort from Toronto. This isn't the same Toronto team that would just fold after getting humiliated. I think they're tired of losing. I think they want to come out and... Uh, Put a good good effort tonight because you don't want to go down three two to Tampa. So, and then have to play on in Tampa in Game Six. And uh, I like the St. Louis Blues. I think they flipped a switch in Game Four. Um, I think I think we're getting some value with the with the Blues at plus money. I think they going back to Jordan Bennington has been a key for uh, for St. Louis. And I think they can go on the road and uh, steal a, a win, try to close out the series at home in Game Six. So, those are two I really like as uh, free plays in this uh, slate. How about Edmonton here, minus the 220? Um, the Kings 0-4 straight up um, follow, as dogs following a win. But Edmonton, not not a team to be trusted on the puck line at home. 20-23 on the puck line at home this season. Look at these totals, man. These The hockey totals are like higher than the baseball totals now, right? You see the baseball totals. They they got on that in a hurry, right? The books, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> the, game, the scores of the game are half of what they used to be. It's like, uh, you know, we better uh, get on this fast. But in the NHL, it's the opposite direction that these yeah. are going. It's, it's been abnormally high scoring for a first round of a playoffs. I know play, I say playoff hockey. Is a different animal, but for whatever reason, this year's games have been really high scoring. I mean, Toronto and Tampa Bay have gone to the over, I think, in all four games so far, and they've all been, like, high-scoring blowouts. But uh, that, that Oilers game, I was on the Oilers in uh, in game four because they had blown out the uh, the Kings in back-to-back games, and the Kings come back with a 4 nothing shutout. I think that game might end up going under the total. I, I went back and forth on it, but it might. I think it's going to go under because... I think it's just going to be a hard-hitting series. What's the series at? Like, what's the, what are these series uh, two, at? Two-two. They're, are they two, all? Two, they're all two-two. All, right? the, all these series are two-two. Like they're all two-two, yeah. right? I saw that on ESPN. I was looking at the yeah. scores. Yeah. Let's see what happened. And watching the last five six minutes of that game, these two teams really are starting to hate each other like bad. And I think there's going to be a lot of penalties, a lot of fighting. That's your kind of hockey you like to watch. Tune into this game at ten Eastern because I think it's going to be physical. 
How about this one in Toronto? Like that, you like the Leafs. The um, you got two teams similar colors here. You know, both of them blue and white. You know, usually that makes for for chaos. Anything? Usually, but but uh, they've they've been doing a pretty good job at uh, navigating the, uh, the 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 jersey conundrum. But um, getting getting Tampa Bay with plus money is is always a hard thing to pass up because they're the two time defending champions. But Something just tells me Toronto comes back out and wins. Like I said, this it, it, if you had given me the Leafs of the last few years, you know, that were playing Boston and Washington in the first round and stuff like that, they would have probably folded after getting humiliated. But I said that this Leafs team is tired of hearing that they haven't made it out of the first round since 04. And they're, they're, they're getting tired of losing. And I think they want to want to win this series really bad. So I think they come back tonight with a vengeance. So we've yet to see the the best humiliation yet of the Maple Leafs. Brian, anything on these hockey games? I, I was looking at those games. And at first I was thinking about taking the Oilers on the puck line uh, because they've bounced back both times that they've lost to the Kings and, and taken the Kings to the woodshed. But I think the Kings build off that last win. I'm going to take them on the puck line today. I think it's a one goal game physical. Like Chris said, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to overtime. And you're not laying too much juice on the puck line. Um, all right. That's the only game you care about. Yeah, slight lean here to the Boston Bruins. It's just something tells me that Carolina is just going to kick the, the crap out of them today. And, but uh, it's, to me, Boston's got some momentum back uh, after being at home. I think they have a chance to knock off Carolina here. Just a very small lean. Looking for the lucky penny, but I don't know where he even is. So, uh, Good, I don't like him. We know, we know. So. Yeah, gotta do Toronto, Tampa Bay. Ruffalo in luck there with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Scare me a little bit. All right, any parlays, never... player props, uh, good news, whatever? I got a parlay ready to go. I got the Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns under the 213. Uh, team that up with the Seattle Mariners on the money line and round it out with the Toronto Blue Jays plus the one and a half. Wow, Brian was kind of aggressive there with his uh, three-team parlays. Like, I barely <laughs> even got par- the word parlay out of my mouth. It's it's kind of a little little, uh, spaz attack there. Kind of like, whoa. All right. Home run prop? Nothing. Chris, any parlays for us? Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the Phoenix Suns team total over. Uh, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays and the money line and the uh, the Colorado and San Francisco game over seven and a half. I'm going with the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going to parlay them up with the Cleveland Guardians and the Colorado Rockies. And I like Manny Machado to hit a home run. Same prop I gave out yesterday. Didn't happen. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. It was fun. We enjoyed it. Um, good times. We'll see you guys on the uh, premium pick show immediately following and the VIP show immediately after that. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to smash that like button. I'm going to try like crazy to act more professional tomorrow.